Hey, it's Chris Beltran, and I'm a brand strategist to some of today's most influential online and personal brands that have impacted millions. And with over a decade as a creative director, I've helped countless overlooked businesses become in demand by transforming their branding from looking and sounding generic to iconic so that they can make a bigger impact. This show is going to flip the script on how we approach business, life, and success because you're about to get an inside look on how to unlock your true potential by becoming more aligned, intentional, and meaningful with your life and business. Look, I've seen firsthand just how more impactful you can become when you're more mindful and strategic with what you put out in the world. That's why I'm a firm believer there's a new way to measure success, and it's not just by your income, but by the impact you're having. Welcome to the Brand Your Impact Podcast. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Brander Impact Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here listening because I'm going to be sharing a little bit about what this podcast is all about, but also a little bit about myself so that you can get to know me a little bit more. So let's just start with what the heck this podcast is about. I know there's so many podcasts out there and I've been so reluctant to create my own But there was one thing that I felt has been missing in the podcast space, and that is sharing the stories of impact. And that's why I really wanted to really focus on the impact that entrepreneurs are making within and outside of their business. And so I'm going to be bringing on a lot of different guests that I've worked with, that I've had the pleasure of working with, a lot of amazing entrepreneurs, personal brands, and online brands, but also sharing more insight on how branding really is powerful and how that can actually really affect the buying decisions of your audience. And coming from a corporate background, I guess I could say I'm a corporate dropout, spending many years in corporate and then kind of uh, taking the leap, the entrepreneurial leap to start my own company. And that's where I wanted to kind of start this conversation is where I first started. You know, obviously for me, art has always been a part of my life. It's just been one of the pillars for me in my career. But once I got out of college and in college, I studied graphic design, advertising and photography. But once I left college, I started freelancing. And I'm sure like you, I started to pick up gigs and jobs and things like that, that weren't necessarily fulfilling, but they paid the bills. And I really learned very quickly how that's not sustainable. And so I started to really kind of hone my craft with design and storytelling with photography. And I found a job. And that first job out of college was for a promotional drinkware company. And so a promotional drinkware company is basically they provide the drinkware, which are water bottles, shot glasses, mugs, and things like that. And they print logos on that. So if you watch like TV shows and, you know, the host has like a a mug on his desk and you see the logo for the TV show right there, that's what we did. We printed on drinkware. Now, when I first started, I was hired on as a design production assistant. So I saw the word design and to me, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to be designing stuff. 
Well, that wasn't the case. What I was actually doing was putting logos on the drinkware. And so I needed to know the measurements. I needed to know the spacing specifically for different drinkware pieces. And honestly, it wasn't fun. And this is where I realized this is not what I really signed up for because what started to happen was I started to make mistakes. And this was occurring because I wasn't very creative in this position. But I'm sure you've had a similar experience where you check all the boxes with your skill set with the job, but it doesn't light you up. And that is what was happening to me. I checked all the boxes. I know design. I know all the programs. I know how to do this, 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 and that. But what wasn't really lighting me up was the creative side. I wasn't able to be creative. And that's when I started to look at another opportunity. Basically, I was forced to look for another opportunity. And with, I'm sure you've maybe had this experience as well that when you're not doing, when you're not thriving in a position, you start to look elsewhere, right? This can even be with relationships, your job, with anything. You're, you start to have a wandering eye as far as what could I be doing that's going to light me up. And so I started to look at the company that I was working for and I noticed that they didn't have a photography product or a photography uh, studio. And so what I did was I asked my manager, hey, do you guys have a photographer? Do you guys have a studio? Do you guys, where are you guys shooting all the product? And it was literally a little box that they would just put the drinkware in and shoot the product. And so this is where I saw an opportunity to really leverage the skill sets that would allow my creativity to come out. So long story short, I said, hey, look, I can build a photo studio. I can get the best equipment. Just give me a budget and I can make this happen. And we'll have the best looking product photography in our industry. And that's one thing that I really want to emphasize with branding when you look the best you kind of start to shoot up and expectations of your product also rise and so as we started to have better photography more people started to you know we started to attract more clients very quickly compared to our competitors and so that was one thing I started to look at as far as if I can improve the look and the feel of this brand, we're going to attract people a lot faster. And that's very important if you're building your brand on your own is that, yes, a book is judged by its cover. And the same goes with your brand. We're all judged by our appearances online. And a lot of times, you know, we're only showing the highlights, right? And... We want to do that with our brand. We want to make sure that we're putting out the highest quality. Now, the caveat with that is on social media, we want to be authentic, especially if we're a personal brand, you know, a phone's going to work for stories and things like that. It doesn't need to be high production all the time. But when you're selling a product or a course, you want to make sure that that has what I call visual value 
visual value is the, it's think of it like a house, right? When someone puts a little TLC in their house, they do a little renovations. They paint the outside. They, they upgrade the windows. Just little things like that can almost instantly increase the value of the home. The same thing goes with your brand. If you can elevate the look and the feel of your brand almost instantly, the perceived value for what you have to offer goes up. And that's the power of branding. So going back to my career here, working as a product photographer, this essentially became my dream job because I started to design the ads, the catalogs, the website, uh, With all of that, I started to win awards with the company and we became the go-to in the industry. And it was very exciting for me to kind of see, to kind of come in kind of like a rookie coming into a team and really change the look and the feel of their brand, not overnight, but this took a year or two years. And by year three, it was amazing to see just how elevated the brand felt, and that even changed the culture of the brand. It changed the culture of the company. People were confident with what they were selling. They were confident on the phones. It was just really cool to see from my perspective just how branding really transformed how people interacted with the brand, but also how they, as team members of the brand, really started to have a different type of confidence level. So that was very cool. Now, as I was a creative director, it basically became my dream job. And at this point, I was so excited to find my place utilizing my skills. But I started to feel that there was actually something missing. And I think what it was is that I was only focusing on one company. And so I started listening to podcasts just like this one. And Pat Flynn, James Wedmore, I mean, you name it. I started listening to these podcasts and it really started to pique my interest in what else could I be doing? And so I started to attend conferences. I started to invest in masterminds and things like that. And what I what basically happened was I just started to see that there was a whole new world beyond what I was doing in my job. And I'm sure you've had a similar experience where you start to see that there is more to what you are doing currently. And at this point, this is where I started to realize that I might have to take a leap. And I was a little apprehensive because I didn't have any clients. So the first thing I started to do was to really start a side hustle. I started to work with local clients. And at the time, mobile marketing was kind of at the forefront. It was just getting started. So think of like text marketing, QR codes, things like that. That was very new. This is again, like 10 years ago, but it was very new. But I saw that This is a big brand strategy that can help a small business. And when you apply big brand strategies to your small business, you have that hockey stick effect because a lot of times small businesses 
are using very outdated strategies or traditional strategies that they're just so familiar with and, and they don't know anything else. And so to me, I started becoming addicted to the transformations my clients were having, but also the success that they were having. And this is what really sparked my decision to leave. I started to make a plan. Only having a few clients at the time, I felt if I can get a couple of clients and it's more of a proof of concept, if I can just show them what's possible, I think I can, I think I can just do this on my own. And one thing about entrepreneurship is it's really an inside job. Yes, you got to take risk. Yes, you got to believe in yourself. And yes, you really need to think outside the box. But what it really comes down to is that entrepreneurship is an inside job. And I didn't even set a date when I left. I was getting to the point where I was feeling a little more comfortable working with other clients and a little more comfortable of the idea of doing this for myself. So once I knew that it was possible to leave, I just made the decision to, to leave. And I actually left my dream job. And the one thing that I really remember is that I think I spent about a week, I live by the beach. So I think I spent about a week going to the beach every day, almost as though I was on vacation. And I soon realized that this was not sustainable. And when you don't get a paycheck the very next week, it becomes very real. And so I really started to have to make a plan. And this is something I, I suggest that you definitely have a plan before you leave your job, unless it's a toxic work environment, unless you have clients on the side and you're ready to take the leap. But having a plan is going to give you a runway before you make that leap. And so for me, I started to really learn to trust myself more and more over time. And that's what entrepreneurship is, really. The person that you're going to have to trust is yourself. And you're going to have to bet on yourself a lot of times when others might not see what you're seeing. And so another thing I really learned is that basically pivots are part of the process. So when I started um, my freelancing job, I was kind of bouncing around doing like flyers and websites and logos and different things like that. So I was definitely pivoting a lot during that freelance phase. Once I got my actual job, a career that kind of was that slowed down for sure. But then once I started to start the side hustle again, that started to pick up where I started to look at, okay, what do people need and what are people going to pay for? And how can I use branding and brand strategy to take their business to the next level where they didn't even think it was possible? Once I started to work with clients, especially small businesses, small local businesses, I, I also soon realized that this takes a lot of time to get them going, to get them to make decisions, to make them see the value in branding because the corporate world, you know, big brands, they absolutely see the value in branding, brand strategy, and things like that. 
This is why they're spending millions and millions of dollars on ads, commercials, creative, and they have a whole department, a creative branding department, because they understand the power of branding and how you can leverage branding to, like I said, really affect the buying decisions of their customers. In the next episode, I'm actually going to be talking about the difference between a business and a brand. A lot of the times that we think that we're building a business, we forget that we're also building a brand. And if you don't put attention on the brand side, you're just going to be looked at as a commodity. Someone that, or a group of people that provides a product or service. Well, you're more than that. You're providing a transformation. And that's what the brand story is really all about. And we'll get into these ideas and concepts and things like that. Because my job in the first couple of episodes here is to really demystify what branding is, show you how when you're more intentional and strategic with what you put out in the world, you'll be very surprised how quickly things can change and basically how you can start to attract what I call perfect fit clients. And so Another thing that I want to really emphasize is that you got to learn to, in the entrepreneurial journey, you got to really learn to enjoy the phases of this process um, because that's what's going to help you get through it. And having a mission is actually what's going to help drive you, to help pull you through the tough times. And I always say you got to remember that your mission doesn't need permission. And so if you have an idea, if you have an urge to do something different or new or on your own. If you're looking for permission and you're not getting it from anyone around you, hey, I'm giving you permission because you're the only one that can actually take that step forward, right? And so you really got to trust the process, but what it really comes down is you really got to trust yourself. And so this podcast is really going to be talking about the entrepreneurial journey, personal growth strategies and things like that, marketing strategies, but also the effect of these things. And that's what I'm really interested in is a lot of people measure success by the income that they're bringing in. But I really believe that the new way to measure success is by the impact that you're having, the impact that you're having on your team, the impact that you're having within your community, and the impact that you're having within yourself. And all of these things kind of get pushed under the rug because we're so focused on our income and the numbers and things like that. So I want to really show a different perspective on how we look at success because what I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial journey is it's the impact is what ultimately will drive you. And the income is a byproduct of your impact. And so going back to my background here, I don't want to spend too much time on me, but in a nutshell, I started freelancing. I created a mobile marketing agency. I started to do brand identities and things like that for local companies. But where the pivot really shifted were is where I turned my mobile marketing agency into a personal brand. And we're going to be talking more about this in different episodes here, but 
a personal brand is so powerful as far as connecting to your audience. We all connect with people and not products. If you're building a personal brand, this podcast is definitely for you because we're going to be talking about how you can really bring more awareness to what you do by utilizing your personality, by utilizing your your uniqueness. And that's where I started to really see a shift in my own business is when I created a personal brand. And being more of an introvert, this was something that was very, let's just say, very tough for me to kind of take on because i rather be behind the screen. i rather design, shoot product photography, do things like that. I'd rather just be in the background. But when you start to become the face of your brand, again, people connect with that, but they also start to trust what you're offering a lot faster too. And so Throughout this podcast, we're going to be sharing different ways that you can expand your brand is what I say. How do you get more exposure, but also how do you create brand ambassadors? How do you turn your buyers who buy your products into brand ambassadors who refer whatever you're putting out into the world? And so again, when you can connect those two dots, you're going to impact a lot more people because now you have lack of a better word, an army of people that are willing to share your mission. And ultimately, I look at this whole business journey as you start as a business, someone that's just really providing a product or service, then you become a brand. So now you're becoming more recognizable. People can now have expectations of what you're providing. And then ultimately become a branded movement. And a movement is something beyond the product or services. People want to be a part of this thing. And ultimately, that's what I want this podcast to help you do is to not only help you sell more products and services and whatever you're offering, but also for you to impact people in a way that they want to be a part of what you're creating. So let's fast forward to today. So today I'm working with emerging and established entrepreneurs in a wide range of niches. And really I'm focusing on helping them to rebrand so that they elevate the look and the feel and add visual value to their brand, but also helping them with the strategy with my aim method. And this is basically audience alignment, intentional imagery, and meaningful messaging. And these three pillars will make your brand stand out like nothing else. And that's, Something also I'm going to be sharing throughout this podcast is how to really become more intentional and more aligned to the people that are going to be perfect fit for you. So to wrap up this podcast, again, I want to thank you for listening in, for taking some time to learn more about this podcast, because I feel that it's going to change something within your business and something within you. Because again, what I've seen over time and time again with clients is that the more clarity you have around what you're putting out, what your mission is, the more confidence you're going to have. And when you have more confidence, you're just going to, you know, sky's the limit. And that's exactly what I want for you is to exceed your expectations and to just impress yourself by doing the things that you love. 
So again, I just want to thank you for taking some time to listen to the very first episode of the Brand Your Impact podcast, because throughout this journey, throughout my entrepreneurial journey, I've really learned that there's a new way to measure success, and it's not just by your income, but by the impact you're having. And so buckle up, because this is going to be an amazing ride together, and can't wait to share the next episode where we're going to be talking about the difference between a business and a brand. Hey, it's Chris Belgian here. Thanks so much for listening to the Brand Your Impact podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Our goal is to reach 100 truly inspiring reviews so that we can continue to reach so many others. Let me ask you, what impacted you the most from the show? Make sure to leave your breakthrough and a review today.